Hey there, Avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about Ashfall Legacy, the newest novel by Pitticus Lore. Um, so as you might imagine, I was a little hesitant with this book. Not because, well, I guess hesitant is the right word. I was cautiously optimistic. Um, mainly because I've read Pitticus Lore's books and I do love, you know, the Lorian um, legacies and the Lorian legacies reborn. I do think that they are great series. Um, I haven't finished the reborn series, but I did like the first book. But when you see an author and he's doing another book about aliens, sometimes your mind is like, Ooh, awesome. This author's back. And then you're like, mm, is it just going to be more of the same though? You know, my mind did begin to wonder, is Pitticus Lore a one-trick pony? Um, no, he is not, I don't think. Um, in my personal opinion, I don't think so. And I have to say, I was very happy when I was reading this book. <laughs> I will state for the record that I did go between um, reading the book and listening to an audiobook. You know, when I have two kids, I'm trying to squeeze in reading wherever I can. Uh, that doesn't always offer me a time to read a physical or ebook. You know, my kid likes to take my Kindle from me or take my book from me and then go through it like he's reading, which is like, yay, you like books. But then it's just like, but I want to read <laughs> while you're watching your cartoons. Um, Life does not always work out the way I wanted to. That's okay. My kids are adorable. So I do listen to audiobooks. I say that because it does affect the way I absorb a book. Now, this is the second novel that I've done this where I've gone back and forth between the audiobook and the physical uh, book. And I have to say, um, so far it's working out for me. It didn't always used to work out for me, but I think that has to do with the storytelling itself. I loved Ashfall Legacy. I thought in both versions, the story carried a great voice. Now you have Sydney. He is completely different from John from I Am Number Four. Sydney, they're both on the run. I'll say this. They both are on the run from aliens, other aliens. But for Sydney, it's completely different. Um, no one's hunting him for his power per se. Him, just to give you, I guess, a brief rundown of the story. They're on the run because, you know, mom's a human, dad's an alien. Um, and there is an alien government, you know, working incognito on Earth. You know, no one knows that they're, they're there, but they are called the Consulate, based in Australia. Um, and, you know, mom's human, dad's an alien. His dad is trying to find a way to help humans, goes on a voyage into space, is never heard from again. Suddenly, you know, after he's been missing for some time, a couple months, when Sydney's a kid, um, a Vulpin, which is kind of like, <clears throat> it's another alien that looks kind of like fox-like, um, 
comes hunting for Sydney, <clears throat> and his mom has to fight him off and after that they go on the run because it's like well first of all you shouldn't even be on this planet without the consulate's permission if you're here then something you know something's wrong so i think it was pretty engaging to see the story unfold in that way and overall I did like it you know I again I enjoyed this new journey to well this new journey to space basically because that's what it is it is a new journey into space Turns out everything was just a misunderstanding. They don't know, it was not the consulate. Sydney's father may be alive. He's the only one who could find him. So he goes into space. He goes into space. He goes to the Den Denzians, um, home planet. That's his father's home planet. And then he's just kind of caught between worlds. And I think that's what really makes him so different from John from I Am Number Four series. John knows who he is. He knows his place in the world. Um, he knows he doesn't quite fit in. He is 100% alien. Here is Sydney. He is half alien. So you're kind of equating him to a biracial child in society. He's, and he feels it, you know, he really feels it when he gets to the alien planet. He's too human for the aliens and too alien for the humans. You know, he is somewhere stuck in the middle and he doesn't really know how he fits in. Is he supposed to just ignore one part of his background in favor of the other? And it's like, no, you, you shouldn't have to do that. Not at all. Except both parts of yourself have people except both parts of yourself. And if they don't want to, well, then it's their loss, you know? And that's what I think was really engaging for the storytelling. I was really drawn by the voice and it really did carry into the audiobook. You know, sometimes you get pretty crappy <laughs> readers. No, not in this case. I really did like the voice acting for um, Ashfall Legacy. And then the, um, as what I had the name, I had the name. Oh God. Why did I forget the name? They're the space dragons pretty much. <laughs> they are the space dragons. I need to stop. I need to start pulling up my, um, notes beforehand. <laughs> um, I think it was, I just call them the space, the space dragons. And that's that. Uh, oh, I know how. Oh, gosh, I'm just pulling up my notes real quick. I'm so sorry about this. I remembered. I went through this right before I started recording. I'm like, okay, the Vulpin, the Denzins, um, and now I can't remember 
I want to call them the Ezrazi, but I think that's completely wrong. Completely Etherazi. There we go. See, I was close. The Etherazi. They're basically like space dragons, and that's what he calls them. He's like a dragon. They look like a dragon. I'm like, yes. Dragons in space. I thought it was great. Um, I 100% enjoyed the story. I love the space dragons. I like how it was different. Um, I like how lore really focused in on the history and developing the story. It was For me it was unpredictable and you've heard me say this a thousand times. I prefer a story when it is unpredictable um, because if I can see it coming a mile away then why am I reading, you know? Here, I was thrown away. I didn't see that coming. I was like, hmm, what's going on here? So, you know, it's fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was engaging. It was kind of addictive to read as well. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I do have to give this book four out of five stars. You know, it does have allusions to um, societal views on what it means to be part of two cultures, not necessarily biracial, but you know, if you are um, Hispanic American, you know, if you are um, Chinese American or Japanese American or some other background that kind of forces you to choose between two cultures you know I think that this book will attract readers who are gonna feel like Sid you know you're half of one thing and half of another and for both of those cultures you're too much of that one thing to be accepted, you know? And I think that that's, it's, it's, you know, it sucks, but it is reality. So I do like that this one piece of reality is in this story because it does allow the reader to connect to Sydney a little bit more than they would have been able to connect to John from the I'm number four series. I also like that you know, the pacing is there, the tension is there, the story development is there, you know, there's lots of com small comedic moments that just kind of make you laugh while also noting the seriousness of the situations and the evolution of the plot. So, you know, yeah, four to five stars. Definitely recommend. Really looking forward to the next book, um, Ashfall Prophecy. Comes out this August. Uh, I already have an arc from it, an arc of that title, so hopefully I can get to it before August. Um, I should just scrap my whole, you know, reading order and just read whatever the heck I want next, but then, you know, that's not how I operate, unfortunately. So, you know, Ashfall Legacy um, by Pitticus Lore, four to five stars. If you want to purchase the book, please remember to purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. If money's tight, please check out the book from your local library. Um, and on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with your book-loving friends. You can also become a subscriber on buymeacoffee.com or on 
Anchor FM, my recording platform for just 99 cents a month. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and as always, happy reading.